Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, and welcome, everyone, to History Dweebs, where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. I am Tim, and the topic of our podcast today, we have a mystery. Ooh. And the mystery is the Burger Chef murders, um, a very heinous crime that took place Thanks. back in 1978. It cost the lives of four young people in Indianapolis. Uh, we're going to talk about um, this terrible crime and likely suspects. But before we do, I want to introduce our panel. We are pleased and happy and overjoyed. Are we, would you say overjoyed, Colonel? I'd say damn near beside ourselves, Jimmy. We are. Well, actually, we're beside ourselves right now. I'm beside you right now. Yes. And can we get a? Can we snap off a picture? Of your, your, your... No, 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 no. That shirt is a little. But let's talk about the devil. It's so good to have her back. Yes. Um, Let me introduce uh, our panel. He's very secure. Let me introduce our panel. Um, We are thrilled to have back with us uh, after a short absence the uh, very lovely and talented, the queen of mean, the empress of evil, the mistress of the cob, the penis-loving, pill-popping Brandy. Welcome back, Brandy. Thank you. And we were, you drove in by yourself today. We were expecting your hubby. To I come did. In today. I did. He had to wait for the cable guy to come. Uh, Aren't you also it's Larry the cable guy. It so. might be, so we'll have to see. But he got in a squabble with the cable company <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> and so today we're getting. Uh, we're getting an all-new box. We're getting more channels. Oh. Something, something that we get more DVR space. So I don't know what happened, but so are they, so they're um, they're they're trying to make nice the cable company. Or, I guess. Or did you guys I, go with a different provider? No, they they're trying to make nice. Oh, okay. Well, you know, people leave Time Warner like a sinking ship. I guess. Yeah. Cause yeah, I have some. They're time. Ass-wipes. I, I guess I don't have any other. Well, I guess I could get Directv, but uh, see, Directv is. Where it's at. Yeah, I know. I like to have the football, but I never watch TV. So, but anyway, we're glad you're here, and we're we thought Dave was going to be with you. So I was kind of like really wondering how I was going to introduce you with Dave here because I didn't want to really say penis loving with Dave. He here. doesn't care. I know he doesn't care, but uh, well, it's, it's he would have called shenanigans on that one. I <laughs> Probably would have. But we we wish Dave would have been here. But maybe next time. Yeah. So how are you doing? I'm good. I'm you f- good. You feeling I, all right? I feel all right. I stopped taking my pain pills because, you know, who wants to take those when they're in pain? Those, oh, that would be me. Those are when you feel good. <laughs> yeah, those are, to yeah. Make you, those are to make it a happy day's happier. <laughs> That's yes. right. That's, That's true. right. That's so, true. 
You can suffer through the pain. So I can. That, yeah. I took popped a couple baby aspirin, and here I am. Well, we are glad you're back, and I know all of our listeners are happy that you're back too. Well, you, and I have to say, you look you look like you haven't been through any major procedures, but I can't help but and, and I can't help but notice, uh, and I think this must be pointed out. Does the, it have to be pointed out? Usually, when I look over to my right. Um, the first thing that's staring me in my face is is the devil's boobs. And the devil's boobs, you would say, were prodigious. Yes, I would agree. They are prodigious. I'm, I'm glad you don't see that when you look to your left. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I noticed today that there's a little less boobage than there used to be. There's a lot. There's a little less. Of did you have Did you have uh, breast reduction surgery? Like uh, no, they're just going away on their own. Like punk- they are going away on their own. No, that's nonsense. Well, I'm sorry. You should have chosen whatever procedure that didn't cause the boobs to shrink. Well, but see, what she can go back and get those. Oh yeah, you can get. Up. You can have another procedure yeah. if I want. Yeah. Usually, a nose job doesn't make your boobs get smaller, but you know, in this case. <laughs> well, we're glad you're back. Well, you're back like part time, right? I mean, you you won't be back to work actually for what for more, another week and weeks. a half or so. Yeah. So she came in just to do this just podcast. to do this podcast. You're well, because I heard the screams of our listeners <laughs> <laughs> when when we did a history when we did real history. Yeah. Some bitches just went crazy. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. They, didn't, they didn't like that. It's so. like you know you're drinking uh, liquor and then all some someone puts pineapple juice in your or a turd uh, in a punch bowl. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're going to have to change the name and the logo and everything just to Serial Killer Dweebs, Timmy, because nobody cares killer about history. <laughs> they don't give a shit. No, we're going to we're gonna miss, we're gonna mix things up a little bit. we got some interesting, different story, kinds of stories coming up. We're going to, we'll still do Serial Killers, but we got some fun, fun stories coming up. So, uh, but let's, um, let me introduce you since you've already started talking. Jeez. Uh, also with us today, as always, is very distinguished and honorable, uh, a man of means, wouldn't you say, Brandy? I would say. Yeah. The very distinguished, uh, I, the moral compass of the podcast, where the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm, I'm, I'm pleased and displeased, Timmy. Well, I'm you're excited. going to tell us why, I guess. Well, I'm going to tell you why. I'm excited because we got a bunch of new recording equipment coming in. Yes, we do. Um, and and should we give a shout-out and a thank to, thanks to our sponsor for that? Sure, go ahead. Uh, the lovely Dottie Scott. Thank you, Dottie. Dottie, thank you very, very much. Uh, she is um, buying us some microphones and a, and a mixer so that our sound is better. So you is won't the quality of our sound will improve. But the the, show quali- will not, the yeah, content uh, will not improve. <laughs> It'll just sound better coming to you. And yes. that is coming out of your inheritance. <laughs> it, is. It, is. It, is. it is. So thank you, Mom. That was very nice of you. I'm displeased because you chose this story over my story. Well, Colonel Brandy, so while you were away, Chuck decided he wanted... I put a script together, Devil. <laughs> wow. A, a prolific script. <laughs> yeah. And he put a script together that's about four sentences. Yeah. And he wanted to make a whole <laughs> podcast around it. Now, it's an interesting story. I'll give him that. So I went on to see if I could, you know, maybe enhance it a little bit. Can't do it. Can't do it. So he's been bugging me all week to do his story, which we're not going to do today. But but if we have time at the end, you can you can talk. You can about summarize it. It's a good story. It. Yeah, it is a good story. It's an important story. It's a ridiculous it, this, story. It, it's it's, not, it's a good story, and I'm only going to tell you this, and listeners, you can decide for yourselves. 
It happens in Oklahoma and a trailer park. Yeah. Is it a tornado? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a tornado. Okay, so we'll if we have time at the end, Colonel, you can sit the clock. You can do your story. <laughs> It'll take a whole five minutes from the look. <laughs> this was a whole show. It was not a whole show. Are we sponsored by Clit O'Clock yet? Because I think that really needs to be. We should be. We, we really, should get you know free ones. <clears throat> you know what? We should get BSU on that. We should yeah. get um, uh, uh, Clit O'Clock's with the History do logo on them. Oh, my God, for sure. Where would we put the epic. logo? I Because if you put it on the moving part, you know people like you know, Cindy Lou. It's going to be wore off in no time. Just be careful. Don't pee. <laughs> yeah, don't pee. On the, don't pee on the Clit O'Clock. Speaking of our, uh, uh, let's talk about, let's give some shout outs to our patrons, shall we? Uh, those who support the program on Patreon.com. Quality program. This quality, <laughs> this quality high, program. high level quality program. It's uh, they, supports the, they support the arts. So they we do. Gotta, we got you gotta love them. So our patrons, patrons uh, that we would like to thank are Alicia and Chip, Cindy Lou, Andrew Happ, Bridget, Angelo, Jennifer Siemens, uh, Patty Wooten, Charlie from the Insight Podcast, Brandy McBride, uh, uh, Amber Scoville, uh, Jahara, and Leslie Hager. Thank you very much, all of you, for Thank your you. support. Yes, we certainly appreciate it, and it helps us cover the cost of producing uh, this high-quality show. Very high-quality. Uh, and thank you for supporting the arts. Uh, if you would like to support the podcast, you can do so by visiting... Uh, patreon.com slash history dweebs so with that being said let's get let's talk about the burger chef murders do you remember you remember burger I chef love burger chef and jeff yes that was but their, i was very young that was their commercial the bur- of course burger chef was a uh, f- a fast food chain uh in the 70s they were all throughout the whole country so if you were around in the 70s chances are you remember burger chef and as brandy was saying they're their kind of their uh, mascot was Burger Chef and Jeff, right? Yeah, was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Never trusted Jeff. Well, uh, I always wonder what the relationship with Burger Chef and Jeff was because he, he, Jeff was quite younger than Burger he, Chef. He was. You think it was his there grandson. was some inappropriate? Uh, I'm just saying. Panky panking going on I'm between not, Burger Chef I'm and not Jeff. Saying there was anything inappropriate going on, but, but right. was there? Well. I don't know, but I then know. but then it became what did you say, Dwaddles or Dwindles or I think it, no in the eighties Burger Chef was brought out bought out by Hardee's right and then I think it became Druthers there was a restaurant chain called Druthers in the late eighties I think like eighty seven or something but um, I don't know I know Hardee's bought them yeah they and became there's Hardee's. one around here which makes me sad because I see their commercials yeah and our, they have decent food they had Hardee's at Ohio University in Athens when I went there I used to eat there all the time. Well, I liked Hardee's because they had these cheap mushroom Swiss burgers. Yeah, everything about Hardee's was cheap. It was was like McDonald's. You you had to be near a restroom after you (laughs) ate there. Uh, But anyway, Burger Chef was a a, uh, fast food chain back in the 1970s. Um, And it uh, was the site uh, one of the restaurants was the site of the one of the most heinous crimes ever committed in the state of Indiana on uh, you know what? I, I, and Mike Pence was governor there I see which is what, also he, a heinous crime well yeah but he wasn't governor in 1970 I know I'm just pointing and out that's heinous what crimes I was in Indiana say, it was probably one of the most heinous crimes yeah but 
that shit happens in Indiana all the time. We yeah, Sylvia right Likens' story was from Indiana. Yeah, Indiana, Indiana, there's something about it that's... Um, Messed up. Yeah. It's well, just... It, the people might be... It's like a Stephen King novel in Indiana. Any t- any small town you go to, mm-hmm. there's liable to be something crazy and people dying at any given moment. Well, well like yeah. you go to North Carolina, well, and you well, got- well, we had the our last, you know, one of our most recent stories, the uh, haunting. Remember of yeah, the, uh, that Haymans? shit was in Indiana. I was in Gary, Indiana. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you don't. You go to you go to North Carolina, you got Mayberry. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Pilot, Mount Pilot. Mm-hmm. No, you got Ernest T. Bass. Worst thing happened, he's throwing rocks at right, people. Right. But you go to Indiana, people walking up walls, people yeah. killing the burger chef yeah. workers. It's, it's dangerous over there. There ain't no reason They're to be. crashing in the walls at the Indy 500. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous. Okay, that's why they're having, probably having uh, the... Uh, uh, Crime con uh, in India. In Indi- yeah. It's, it's appropriate. And that's why my, Mike Pence, that's why they got him out. His his unfavorability ratings, was, his favorability ratings was terrible because crazy shit kept happening in Indiana. All right. You well, can't blame the governor for that kind of stuff. Let's talk about the Burger <clears> Shack <throat> murders then. So it was one of the most heinous crimes ever committed in Indiana. On Friday, November 17, 1978, which is what, about 30, no, coming up, an anniversary, right? Um, what, 36, 38 years, I guess. 38 years ago, on November 7, 1978, four young uh, people were kidnapped and found uh, brutally murdered at a burger chef in uh, Speedway, Indiana. Um, and 38 years later, uh, that the the Burger Chef murder case uh, is still unsolved. Uh, Burger Chef, as we mentioned, is an American fat was an American fast food restaurant chain. Did you just call Burger Chef? Nah. <laughs> I don't know. It began operating in 1954 in Indianapolis, Indiana, which is about an hour and a half from us, Colonel. Yes. Uh, it's 94 miles, Timmy. Yes, and it has one of the best strip clubs ever. Brad's Gold Club, if you ever get a chance. I highly recommend it. Perfect. Um, Let's take a road trip, Devil. I, you know, I, I think we're going like that's for, my next family vacation. Aren't we going there for Crime Con? Yes. We decided. And then we'll go to the strip club. Yeah, let's go to Burger Chef, too. You know, I, okay. I'll tell you who you don't want to get in a strip club, I bet. Is it? And now, she's going to be at the, at the Crime Con. Allie? Allie. <laughs> you know Allie's going to be on a pole. <laughs> you get, her, hey, you get Allie. Show them what to do, it you get Allie me. three drinks. She gonna be up there pushing the girl out of the way, saying, "This not how you do it." Right, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Allie from wrong. the Insight Podcast. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll have to go over and we can check out Sylvia Likens' house where she was killed, and we can check out where these murders took place. That'll be a fun family weekend. I'm not gonna eat there though. Well, no, I it's, no, it's no longer a, there. Let's find a different Hardy's. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Burger Chef, uh, as I said, was a American fast food chain. It began operating in 1954 in Indianapolis and expanded through the United States. And at its peak in 1973, had 1,050 locations nationwide. The chain was started by two brothers, Frank and Donald Thomas, uh, both who were uh, engineers at the General Equipment Corporation based in Indianapolis. In 1954, Frank and Donald patented a flame broil, broiler, and um, 
started their own restaurant in Indianapolis in 1957. They opened the very first Burger Chef. Were they the first to flame broil? Yeah, and then later that was picked up by Burger King, right? Right. Uh, so, uh, Burger Ships... Okay, is it me? What? Just tell me, does Burger... You see the... Does the Burger King King guy... Does he look creepy? His head oh. looks disproportionately. He's he gives crazy. me nightmares. I love those commercials where he was in the NFL <laughs> yeah. and he's tackling players. But he's worse than seeing a clown. He scares yeah, you more than a clown. Well, and his hat, his hat is so fucking cheap. His crown. I mean, you really. Know what? They they give those things. Worse than you go in and you get one of those crowns because, you know, if I'm paying for a meal, I'm the king. <laughs> yeah. So I put the crown on. But then it don't fit right in the back. Because your head's so big. That could be. Every time Brandy and I go to Frisch's, I get a coloring book and crayons, don't I? He, he does. <laughs> it's like going with my kids. Yeah. We always play Hangman when we're waiting for our food. Uh-huh. And, and this is, listeners, I'm going to give you a tip. You're going to learn something from the colonel. Nobody will ever get this word. You have to go down to shoelaces and gloves to get this word in Hangman. Zoology. Because uh. nobody, you know, nobody guesses O. Or and then Z. who guesses Z? Isn't they kind of uh, isn't Hangman kind of like um, or Zoolander? Wheel of Fortune, isn't it the same thing? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Zoolander. Z- Zoophile. You, you never played Hangman before? Yeah. Xenophobe. 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 Oh. I'm gonna have to try it out. Nobody you know would get that. My ever. kids would go straight to hobo. Yeah, I played Hangman. Hobo. I got a hobophobe. Well, so does that one? <laughs> yeah. I actually have a Hangman on my phone. But I don't play it during podcasts. Would you, would you allow my post to no. go through so I could put my shirt, no, your I shirt on there? No, I will not. So anyway, um, these restaurants started to spread across the United States. It, and it peaked in 1973 when there were uh, 1,050 of them. At one time, it was the second largest uh, fast food chain in the country, just behind McDonald's. He's censoring you. Yes, I am. I um, so in 19... Um, yeah. First Amendment. Yeah. So uh, hold yeah, on. I put a I put a post on. I'm YouTube. reading the script. We're doing a, we're in the middle of a podcast. It can wait. <laughs> well, it's kind of important. Our listeners like things up to date. You know, they'll get it after I get through my one little page that I'm doing. <clears throat> I give you guys four pages so you can be. You only got one page. because you're the talent. <clears throat> well, I don't like the way you put us in air quotes when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, back to the story. In 1968, General Food Corporation purchased the chain uh, from the Thomas Brothers. And it must be something about last name about Thomas that you go into fast food. Yeah, I get Dave it. Thomas? Yeah. yeah. Wendy Thomas? Mm-hmm. You know there was never really a Wendy. I didn't know that. I thought she was a real person. I thought she was a daughter he adopted or something. He adopted her, but her real name he was, was Wendy. He was adopted. All right. He was adopted. Yeah. He was adopted. She was adopted. Okay. She's a ginger. You're all adopted. Mm-hmm. Well, it could be. We don't know. At the time of the purchase, General Foods Burger Chef had uh, just 600 locations in 39 states. Two of these were lo- those locations were in Speedway, Indiana. Have you ever been to Speedway, Indiana? I've been to Speedway to store. Okay, well, that's not the same thing. <laughs> Speedway is a town in Wayne County. I've Ta- been to Speedway. That's where the Indy 500 exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, in Wayne Township, Marion County, Indiana, just outside of Indianapolis. And the home, as you have you uh, you mentioned, is the home of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, uh, which which the town was named after. Inter- interesting enough, 
Um, it's where the Indianapolis 500 is held and the Brickyard 400, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, same uh, track, actually, yeah. Uh, Speedway has a population of around 11,000 people, so it's a little small suburb of Indianapolis. In the 1970s, they had two Burger Chef locations that were uh, about 11 miles apart. One of these locations was at uh, 5725 Crawfordville's Road in Speedway, Indiana. We're going to have to go check that out when we go to CrimeCon. Like most fast food restaurants, it employed uh, a lot of teenagers or young adults, right? Uh, The positions were mostly part-time and paid minimum wage. I don't know what minimum wage was back in 1978, but you can bet it wasn't very much. 275. Okay. Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> you just pulled it out of there, or was it out of his ass? I was working in 1978. I started working when I was 13 years old. Yeah, I, I worked at Pizza Hut in 19... I was a chimney sweep. I think I started in, in the really? early, early Did 80s. Did you meet Mary Poppins? <laughs> Did you dress up like a chimney sweep? Did you, yeah, sing? Yeah. Did you sing Little Ditties? I'm telling you, my life was like a Charles Dickens and novel. Dance with penguins? Did you, were, did you spend any time in uh, the poorhouse? <laughs> just a little bit. Okay. Yeah, so I went to work at Pizza Hut in the early 80s, and the minimum wage was $3 an hour. So you're probably about right. You're probably about two-something. Many of the employees uh, worked around their school schedule and work on weekends, as typical as they do today, of course. In 1970, It was 265 Timmy. Thank you, Colonel. In 1978, uh, the Burger Chef location in Cross, on Cross, Crossford Field Road employed four such young people, uh, who were also very close friends. The employees included Jane Friddick, who was 20. She was the assistant manager. She was the... She was moving up. She was. She, she was, was the HBIC. Well, she was 20 years old, so that, you know, that's kind of... Oh, you're aging out of... You're, you get management at that point when you're in fast food. She was. Daniel Davis, 16. Mark Fleemans was 16. They were both cooks. And Ruth Ellen Shelton was 18. She was a cashier. They were all working on the evening of Friday, November third, or not November seventeenth, nineteen seventy-eight. So, like I said, just almost thirty-eight years ago, next week, or two weeks. It had been a busy weekend nights. Have you ever worked in restaurant? You ever worked in a restaurant, Colonel? I started my career, Timmy, back in uh, Jesus Christ, working at La Rosa's Pizzerias. Mm-hmm. I was uh, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. I had to stand on one of those five-gallon pickle buckets mm-hmm. to wash dishes. Mm-hmm. Did and you count pepperonis? I got I got twenty dollars for twenty dollars cash for eight hours work on a Saturday night. Really? Mm-hmm. And you were overpaid. It would have paid you what it's worth, but you're worth. But it was against the minimum wage laws <laughs> yeah. at the time. I worked at. Um, I worked at a pizza for a long time, and um, it's the only fast food restaurant I worked. But I know weekends were the worst, especially if there was like football games, high school football games. Nightmare. So it had been a busy weekend, probably very similar to this. It was in November, so I'm sure there were high school football games going on. It had been a busy Friday night, and the crew was looking forward to 11 o'clock, when, uh, which was their closing time. And you couldn't wait. When you work in fast food, you can't wait till that last customer leaves, and you can turn out the sign and lock the doors. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's exciting stuff. So Brandy's going to tell us what happens next. So just to recap. Yes. You just work. have one page? Yeah, yes. he does. Well, you interrupted me talking about yeah. when you're Charles just, just Dickens. To, just to recap. Novel. Just to recap. We're, we're, at a, we're at a Burger Chef 
in Indiana. Speedway, Speedway, Indiana. Speedway Indiana. Outside right of Indianapolis. To, it's outside of Indianapolis. Four kids Four in this kids place. Four kids working. A 20-year-old, mm-hmm. an 18-year-old, couple 16-year-olds thrown yeah. in there. Yes. Cashiers They're working cooked. fast food. Cashiers cook, making minimum wage. System way. manager. Working for the man. System <laughs> manager. One lady, the man. one lady, one young lady was a system manager. She was the HBIC. So, I get it. Show some respect. No, like crew sheet, no crew chiefs there. How do you like it when we recap? I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I was a crew leader once. I'll have you know. It was a lot of responsibility. It was a lot of responsibility. But I got like an extra five cents an hour. A little oh, badge, a little white badge. Yeah, crew. You had your crew badge? leader. Crew leader. Yeah. Respect, motherfucker. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> you wear it with pride. I, absolutely. I kept it for a long time. Did you I, run home and show Dottie as soon as you got? No, it? but I kept that, that that badge a long time to kind of remind myself why I needed to stay in school. <laughs> that was to remind yourself how important you were. No, no, no. It reminded me somebody reminds loves me. How my life sucked, and if I didn't stay in school. Then I was destined to be a crew chief the rest of my life. But um, all right, so these kids are all in this burger chef yeah. waiting on closing time. Yes. Broiling burgers. Broiling burgers. Yeah, they're on the cleaning the grill. Yeah, they're doing their thing, putting away the pickles. And you know, of course, as you know, you know, once the doors close, it's not the end of your shift. You have to clean everything up. You have to do all that shit. So they, of course, they were scheduled to stay a couple hours past closing to get all that done. So. At some point between 11 o'clock, which was closing time, and midnight, one of the four of these employees, or these kids, took the trash to the dumpster in the back of the restaurant. Uh, he used the back door to get the tra- to take out the trash, and what happened next is a mystery, but Tim has put together some thoughts. Let me say this. First of all, when I worked at... Um Pizza, we had the exact same thing happen. We had we were robbed. I wasn't there. I wasn't on that shift. But same way, someone took it. It was the end of the night. One of the employees took the trash out, and on his way back in, a guy jumped out with a gun, robbed him. And I think he ended up getting like $230 or something, which is crazy to commit armed robbery for $230 and face you know, 25 years in prison well, for it. I was back in old-timey days. That was probably <laughs> yeah. a lot of money. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't. It was, an, it was in the late 80s. I mean, it was in the eight, mid-80s. So it wasn't that get 40 long. acres and a mule for that back when right. I was a kid. Well, and if it was anything like when I worked in a restaurant, <laughs> the guy taking out the trash also paused to smoke a joint <laughs> yeah. out by the dumpster. Yeah, I think some of that was because going on, Because nobody too. could smell it. But one of the kids was, he, they put, he put the, the guy who robbed him, he, he had a, um, he, he had a uh, poncho on backwards, and he had cut the eye, the back out. Nice. Like, yeah, it wasn't really high tech. But anyway, he had a he had a he had a he had a, he had a, he had a rifle. master thief. He had a rifle. Yeah, he had a rifle. A little bit of overkill, that was and, and, and he put him in the walk-in freezer, which you know you could, they had That's the doors. That's bullshit because people could freeze it. No, nah, you can now. get out. You can open it. Yeah, they have, the door. they have a thing on the inside that lets you out. But anyway. When one of my friends was the the person in charge that night, and he said that, that they had one kid there. All he was complaining, he kept wanting to know if he was getting paid while he was sitting there. He was he was worried about his three dollars an hour that he was wasting his time. It's well, important. If you're gonna sit now in the, in the freezer, you should get overtime for that. Yeah, they never yeah, did catch the guys should. who did that, but. All right, so around midnight, an off-duty employee who was supposed to meet up with them after work with these kids after work got to the restaurant. Um, the back door was ajar, and then the restaurant, you know, it appeared to be empty. There's nothing going on. Um, all the lights were on. Everybody's purses and jackets were still in the restaurant. 
but he couldn't find any of his friends. So he called the Speedway Police Department, which I see just weird things in my head, like see, Keystone Cops kind of shit. None in my of head. my friends would have called the police. No. The first thing they would have done is run back to the car, got rid of all the weed, all the beer. Well, yeah, you got to do that. Yeah. Rummage through everybody's purse. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then call the police. Right. So the police and the store manager arrived um, at the scene at approximately 1230. So it took them like a half hour to get there, which is bullshit. Well, you know, they were probably they, some at the Dunkin' Donuts. They were probably at the Dunkin' Donuts. It was a small mm. town. How should they, yeah. they walk there? <laughs> right. I don't get it. But anyway, um, they found the police looked around and found that the restaurant was clean. There weren't signs of a struggle. Uh, but there was $581 missing from the cash register. That's bullshit. Well, and the police being as I don't know how many cases of police ineptitude we need. Yeah, these cops in my were, life. These cops were pretty inept. It makes me sad. My dad's a cop, and I know he has good cops. And the, the ineptitude of some of these police. Yeah, is yeah. just sad. So these anyway, these guys here did not. We're not on the ball. Um, so they just kind of brushed it off as odd. It was odd. Well, that's yeah, peculiar. Kind of weird. Yeah, somebody huh. forgot cash to lock the door. Cleaned out. Yeah. Huh? It's odd. All the employees are gone. <laughs> yeah, odd. So, um, even though the women's purses and jackets were still in the restaurant, <laughs> the police didn't process the place for evidence. Well. Because why would they? Uh, they thought it was a case of petty embezzlement, with the assumption that the pilfered cash had been used by the Utes to go partying that night. When they left all their shit and just took off with, you know... They didn't leave without their coats, you jackasses. Now, back in 1978, $500 was a lot of partying. Well, it was, well that's a lot of That was baller partying. Yeah, so they felt shot callers. These yeah. Sunday's kids just yeah. took the money and went out. So, wait, so what was the date on this? What date was November this? November 17th. So this is November, like a regular November in Indianapolis, in it's Indiana. Not, yes. And let me share with you, for those that do not have Midwest weather... No, under normal circumstances, you know, today's November 1st, and I'm walking around in flip-flops and a T-shirt, but... Oh, this it's is 80 ref- degrees This is today. before yeah. global warming. But under normal yeah. circumstances, November in the Midwest, in Indiana and in Ohio... Oh, it's, it's colder fucking than a, cold. It's, it's fucking colder than a witch's titty and a brass bra. Cold. It's colder than a whore's heart. It is. Mm-hmm. So they're not leaving anywhere to go party without yeah. their coats. That's ridiculous. Well, and you know, all four of them wouldn't. And one of them is an assistant manager. You know, all four of them wouldn't have just decided. Well, the assistant manager would have been responsible enough to put on a coat. Yeah. So, but they left them. They left their purses behind. So, well, but I mean, even if they took, they said, "No, we got five hundred and eighty-one dollars. We don't need our fucking purses. Let's just get our coats and get the fuck out of here and go buy some bud." Where are you going to put the five hundred and eighty-one dollars? Well, I'm sure people had pockets or bras. I mean, seriously. Not everybody like you carry everything in a bra now. Well, I don't carry everything in my bra, but there are people that do that. So, do you carry anything in your bra? Hmm? Do you carry things in a bra? I have a... Uh, Cell phone? I have I have checked the gun. devil's bra for change when I needed stuff for the soda machine before. <laughs> I see. Chuck carries his gun in there. I carry my gun in my thing, <laughs> yeah. All right, so the paper cash is gone, but there was still a couple hundred dollars in change that hadn't been taken out of the register, you know, because it's a little awkward. <laughs> to take the time. well, yeah, well, I mean, unless you have to do laundry, I mean, did, did, well. did you say a couple hundred? Yeah, they had a lot of fucking change. <laughs> How many quarters did they need? Was there a Pac-Man machine in there? No, they were probably. They, clearly, they were busy. I mean, you don't have time Space for all that kind of shit. Probably then. Oh, so, yeah. though the two jackets and purses of the missing women had been left at the shop, the petty theft. 
theory initially seemed like the most likely theory. Uh, police, again, did not secure the crime scene. Um, and the restaurant was cleaned up by employees early Saturday morning. So they let they just let business go on as usual and yeah. cleaned everything up. You know, yeah. employees yeah. came in, cleaned <clears throat> everything up. So, you know. <clears throat> and you know they were pissed at the night crew. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, bitch didn't fill her. Bitch didn't fill her salt shakers. Bitch didn't fill her <laughs> yeah. ketchup bottle. Left what? broccoli out on yeah. the salad bar. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, you got you had some hostile humans. Yeah. And people didn't do their outs on the the night before. Mm-hmm. That was some bullshit. All right. So all this forensic evidence gone. Um, the restaurant was never actually processed as a crime scene, um, but it, it so it opened the next morning as scheduled. There they were to serve biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Assistant manager Jane Friedet's car was found abandoned in the morning a few miles away from the restaurant parked near the Speedway police station. So she, somebody tried to help him <laughs> yeah. the fuck out. That should raise him, concerns. Loan him a car yeah. to that, get there. And it was a fucking Vega. That was, was a, a nice Vega? ride. That man. was a nice ride. Oh, back yeah. Then, yeah. 73 Vega. Well... She was the she was the assistant. Yeah, well, yeah. she had, that, had, she had that tiny ass back seat in it. That was a some bitch to get in. Oh yeah, I know. Because when you're making out, <laughs> there just wasn't enough room. You get like inches, man. You get like yeah. within you inches of making it happen. In a Vega, yeah. <laughs> you cannot change. You can't even do it in a Vega. No, no. It, the only you, I mean, it's designed so you can't do it. It's yeah. designed for sixteen year olds. Yeah, virgins. Take them in a Vega, because they can't even give a Hummer in a Vega. No. What you don't do is give them a conversion van. Yeah. With the shag carpet on yeah. it. That's, that's water bed. Bed. A water bed. <laughs> I didn't have a water bed. I had a big, big-ass, full-size van, shag carpet <laughs> on the side, shag carpet on the ceiling. Did you have a lava lamp? Not in there. Did you have a, uh, uh, was the side painted like a mountain and a pony no, or no, something? No, no, it was brown. It was brown. Oh, okay. So it was hot. Did you car. have a sign that says if the van is rocking? <laughs> I did not, but the back seat did lay down. Oh, yeah. But see, but here is the thing, though. So, okay, I come never, on, come on, confession time. How, how many times? Never. No. That's the, no, that's the fucking part. Never, because my boyfriend always drove me everywhere, so I never drove my car. He had a Vega. <laughs> he had a Vega. <laughs> yeah. No, he had a, well, it's okay. A Vega is a sweet, sweet ride. We, we all agree on that. I don't, okay, sure. It's just shorter to pin over the horizon. Yeah. So then, well. <laughs> Pacer, remember the Pacer. Pacer was perfect, man. It had that big, big bubble. Yeah. Because you yeah, wasn't but, always banging it, that, was also, that was also like a big, huge TV screen into the car. <laughs> now, you have to, you have to. I'm going to ask you to get a visual in your head here. Oh, Jesus, God. Why, another one? We're in Chicago, and we tell, uh, my son's complaining about his bed. Now, when he first got to got to Chicago, he was in a dorm and whatever. When we got his first apartment, he wanted this futon-ass kind of thing, and then he decided it was so uncomfortable. So naturally, you know, one of the boys tells Renee they're uncomfortable. Well, let's go out and spend $1,000 and get him a bed, you know. So we stop at this mattress shop by him. Because your wife is baller. <clears throat> yeah, uh, she's, well. So anyway, and you know what else she is? She's the breadwinner. She's the shot caller, too. <laughs> she is the shot caller. So now Taylor has, you know how the walls are angled in your in a bedroom, you know. Okay. So he puts that queen-size bed up against this angle. And I'm wondering how the boy's going to not knock himself out every time he gets up, you know. Here's the thing. Thing. That's not your problem. <laughs> but no, when he when we put the bed in there, they deliver it and we put the frame and that together. 
His roommate Tommy walks in and he goes, Oh, ain't no reverse cowgirl going on in here. With Renee sitting on the bed. And she's saying, What's a reverse cowgirl? Nope. (laughs) Google that, Renee. You're going to have to look that one up. But yeah, his, his, his cowgirl is pretty nice. His roommate just walks in. Yeah, no reverse cowgirl going to happen on that thing. Oh my god! And he's really short. Yeah, you got to get you a short one. Got to get a midget. He, but there was there's midgets no, in Chicago. You could you could do I reverse cowgirl in a Vega if you took the front seat out. But you could get a Filipino midget in Chicago. They got they got. Oh yeah, yeah they, they got. got they it's yeah. very diverse. Oh, it's yeah. quite diverse. Yeah. So to continue. The concerns... I kind of still like to talk about Filipino midgets. Filipinos and reverse cowgirls. We're good. Midgets. So the kids didn't didn't make it home or show up for work the next day, and so then there were concerns. Well, yeah. You know, they start putting two and two together. (laughs) Well, no, no. I don't think they have yet. Okay. I think we're still just... okay. Okay. So on... So the next day, on Sunday, November 19th, 1978... A couple was out hiking and found the four young people murdered. Their bodies were discovered in a wooded area off State, Ro- State Road 37 in Johnson County, Indiana. Let me tell you, that will fuck up your hike if you come across dead bodies. That's why now, I don't like, hike. Now, you I have to make sure I've got my steps in before. If mm. I find bodies, I come back to them. <laughs> yeah. you know, no, I, I got, don't even come back to them. I just keep going. I don't hike for that very reason. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because it fucks up your active minutes. It does. Because you could be doing, you could get like 2,000 minutes in and like five or 2,000 steps in and like 10 minutes. Uh-huh. And then you got to stop for that dead body. And then all of a sudden that 2,000 steps happened in like an hour and a half, two yeah. hours. Yeah, it fucks it up. It don't count. Time. Yeah, it really fucks It's up like I roll them out to a place where a good citizen can see them clearly. Mm-hmm. And then That's I just good, As opposed to you. As opposed to me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they found them. <laughs> okay. Um, and they were about 35 miles from the restaurant. And how far did they run? Well, it was a 40-minute drive. 35 miles, 40-minute drive. Yeah, going to speed limit. So later that afternoon, because Indiana. because evidently the police walked to their crime scenes, <laughs> yeah. later that afternoon a police spokesman held a press conference and informed the media that the Speedway Police Department and the Indiana State Police announced that the bodies of Jane and Mark and Daniel and Ruth uh, were discovered late this afternoon in Johnson County, Indiana. Johnson County. <laughs> I said Johnson. The, <laughs> she said the Johnson. small community was in shock. It was a small Johnson. They clutched the pearls. As it happened, Indianapolis residents were learning about the Burger Chef murders on the same day. They were learning about the mass suicides in Guyana at the Jonestown compound of the Reverend Jim Jones, who was originally, yeah. uh, who had originally formed his People's Temple cult in Indianapolis. Oh, that was started in Indianapolis. Another reason to hate Indianapolis. And let me say this: <laughs> that would be my fucking luck. If I get murdered, <laughs> there's some fucking mass suicide somewhere. Yeah. That gets, or earthquake. It, yeah, that gets yeah. all Dude, fucking. Dude, I'm pressed. telling you, 
Michael Jackson died. Farrah Fawcett got no love. Yeah. They died the same fucking day. Who knew that Farrah Fawcett died? And the died? whole time she, had, she the, had the anal she cancer. She had the anal cancer. Which, she, which is bullshit. Hmm? <laughs> Why what? Do you call they it that? They couldn't call it colorectal cancer the or colon cancer. That. Just well, they don't call it ass they cancer. They had cancer. She got ass cancer. Yeah, she has anal, anal cancer, which cancer. gives me this horrible visual. Of this. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how horrible it would be? Well, I'm sure it was horrible. But this, you know, Michael Jackson basically, you know, you yeah, know. he sucked up all the press. Well, he sucked up all the press and the pro- <laughs> and the pro- pro- whatever the roofies, hell it was. Yeah. The roofie drugs. Yeah, he sucked up all those. Old girl had cancer and died. Cancer of the butt. And she gets no love. No love. Well, I think she got too much love. That's what gave her the butt cancer. Yeah. Don't you think, think Lee Majors was in it? Hmm? I don't Lee think that's what gives it? you butt I cancer. Think, you know what? I think Michael Douglas... Was doing that dirty tossing the salad, oh, and, that's how uh, got the and gave cancer. her the HPV in the butt. He I don't got think the they were ever. She got the were they ever a, a thing? I don't know, but you know, we're not that, saying they are. We're not no, saying they think, ever were. I'm not were. saying that she the, was married to Lee Major. Yeah, but Ryan O'Neill, she was with him for oh, that guy's, a long he's time. Whacked. Yeah, he's that crazy. whole family's crazy. Yeah, they're all crazy. I wonder if it. I wonder if there is any uh, any correlation between. Dirty flower activity and anal cancer. Well, here, you know what? I, just to be on the safe side. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what, I'm like 30, and they, then they come up with a study that says if you have if you have oral sex with more than four women in your lifetime, mm-hmm. you're at high risk. That was a good fucking weekend. Yeah. <laughs> now you're telling me at age 30. <laughs> at age 30. Oh, jeez. All right. So the front pages of the of the two Indianapolis newspapers were dominated. By these two tragic stories. First of all, I feel like you know these kids were murdered. I mean, that's that is way tragic. These other people drank the Kool Aid. Well, not all. Of them. They they were actually. I know the kids. Murdered. I feel bad. Some for. of them that was tricked. tragic. Some of them were tricked. In. Well, you know some of they, them were murdered too. Because it was hot down in Guyana where they was well, at. First of all, you weren't tricked to go down there. You went down there. Yeah, but there was free love. There was women walking around with the with the knockers and whatnot flopping out. You know why they? Do you know why? It's not, not New Guinea. Oh, do you know okay. why they allowed Guyana allowed Jim Jones to have a colony down there? Taxes because of no. nice boobs. No, they were a, they were in a, uh, a border conflict with Venezuela. And they mm-hmm. were afraid Venezuela was going to <clears throat> invade them. Mm-hmm. But they knew if they had a, an American Americans down there living in a colony, that a Venezuela wouldn't attack them. Oh. So that's that's why they allowed them to. And be then there. Jim Jones fucked them by killing everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, and so Congress drank the Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so yeah, they, they're both tragic stories. So the bodies of these. Yeah, but four, I feel you know these kids are is more. Tra- I mean, they're both tragic, but this one is in that their town. You know, yeah. it directly affects them. So, and drinking cyanide, well, it was cyanide laced Kool Aid. I think so. Well, I think a lot of them were not. I mean, a lot of them were shot. I mean, they weren't yeah. all just. Yeah, a lot of them said. Wait a once, minute. Once the yeah, first a lot of them started was like, dropping, they were like, fuck that. See, I haven't, read, I haven't read everything on it. A lot of them were shot. I don't like that. <clears throat> yeah, they, they were a lot of them just murdered. Somebody just went. So Jim Jones or whoever just went through and mowed people down who mm-hmm. didn't drink the Kool Aid. Yeah, I mean some of them, not all of them. Some of them actually drank it because they were committed. Oh, to they were heavily right. armed out but, there. But too. they were. But it well, was. I knew they were armed. They were. They, they were, were held there and as they prisoners. were crazy. Yeah. I, uh, we'll do that. We'll do that. Good. Okay. Thank I'm going to get my own cult one day. The Colonel's you know what? cult. Here's the thing, and this is what I don't understand. I don't. You understand need some dark it. sunglasses to have a cult. I don't I understand it about ISIS. I don't understand about this thing about Jim Jones. 
why are you killing the people that are basically there supporting you? Like, okay, ISIS, you want to have control over this city of Mosul. Why are you killing all the inhabitants there, you jackasses? Who yeah. will you rule? Because you're going to need some janitors you need and whatnot. Some, you yeah, need some people need to work at the Mosul Burger King. Yeah, you yeah. need people there. Burger Chef. Burger Chef. Yeah. I mean, is it, you know, you kill all the people <clears throat> you want to rule over. It seems so. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Like, seems self-defeating. Well, yeah. Then you're then you're you're left to do the shit jobs. Right. Yeah. Well, that just seems. You got to be the butcher, and baker, and candles. It seems it seems self-defeating. Mm-hmm. All right. So, the bodies of the four people were found in three different areas of this field, and they were killed in three different ways. Ruth and Daniel were lying side side by side and had been shot execution style. Um. Both um, both of them had been shot numerous times with a thirty-eight caliber firearm. Jane had been stabbed several times, and the knife was still in her chest. The handle of the knife had broken off and was missing, and the blade was later recovered during an autopsy. So, what? Oh, oh the so blade. The blade must have broke off real deep in her. Right? Yeah, the blade yeah. and the handle was gone. Okay. So the blade was recovered during autopsy, but the handle um, was never found. That's a cheap ass knife. Um, Mark Robin Burger Chef. Yeah, this poor it's kid. Probably, it's, it's probably not the Gambino family. <laughs> well, this poor kid had been struck in the head, and he choked on his own blood. Oh, um, yeah, it, 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 he. The coroner believed he'd suffer. He'd suffered when he fled his captors, only to have the misfortune of colliding with a heavy object, possibly a tree trunk. So this kid's running away in the dark. Oh, okay. He must and, have yeah, made a break for it. Yeah. And he, well, uh, yeah, because the other ones were shot. Mm-hmm. Well, so one was stabbed and two were shot. He'd also been bludgeoned, possibly by a chain. Didn't you say three were shot? No, two, no, two, two were shot. Okay. One was killed, one was stabbed, and then this guy was bludgeoned to death. So um, ran well, out of bullets. He was, he, was, he was possibly beaten with a chain prior to his death. So we got four dead kids in an Indianapolis field, <coughs> and the place where they worked and were probably abducted has been cleaned because yeah. why yeah. is that? Because those bastards didn't do it last night. Now they I had to come didn't in do here. It last night, you know somebody they did it. A rose type person in there. I, I got to do everything around well, here. I got to clean up. But I if gotta... they have a normal person, they half ass did it. So I don't know why <laughs> yeah. they didn't go back and try for something else. You know that. So they obviously, were probably croutons still on the salad bar. Yeah, and there's shit everywhere. They were clearly they were abducted. I would. I'm going to get into that. Um, which short story? Short. You're story. not going over your story yet. 
You can tell your story at the end of the show. Okay. This is a different story. How about different dumbass story? Okay, different stupid story. Go ahead. Um, so a friend of mine, I'm just going to call him Leon because he's still alive. Um, a friend of mine goes into a convenience store, Timmy. Sounds mm-hmm. like the start of a There's a young girl working there. Mm-hmm. And Leon robs the convenience store. That's a true story. Okay. He robs the convenience store. Now, the girl's obviously very scared. Yes. And he tells the girl, you know what? No, you're coming with me. Oh, smart. So the girl was not smart enough to know that very bad things can happen to you if you go with him. But he meant no harm to this girl. None whatsoever. So he drives her about five miles away from the store. Leaves her out down on River Road on one of the, you know, 52? Right. Leaves her out down by there on one of those kind of deserted back roads. And she's like, I promise I'm not going to call the police. I'm not going to do anything. This was when phone calls was 10 cents. And he said, honey, you're going to call the police. You know you're going to call the police. I know you're going to call the police. Hell, here's a dime to call the police. Don't worry. And then, because it was a cold night out, do you know what he did? Uh, shot her. He gave her his coat. Well, he's a gentleman. <laughs> How do you think they caught him? He's a gentleman. <laughs> he did 25 years in jail. Seems He's still in jail, well, actually, for, for that. kidnapping. For kidnapping, because Stupid. when he took the girl, oh, it was aggravated kidnapping. Yeah. Well, that's was he that, aggravated when he took her? It, I mean, yeah. it had to be aggravated. He, he just him. didn't want her to call the police right away, so he took her, you know, five miles down the road. He he meant no harm to the girl. He did no harm to the girl. He, but he gave her his coat. You know, that's a good question. When you when you uh, in the case where I was telling you what happened when I worked at Pizza Hut, where mm-hmm. the, where the people were forced into the uh, the walk in freezer. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if that constitutes. Yeah, you leave the premises for it's abduction. Just, I think I think you're talking run of the mill imprisonment. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. That'd false be like imprisonment. undue imprisonment or false something. Imprisonment. Yeah, uh-huh. but yeah, he he yeah, actually. But still, with you're you're, you're still armed robbery with, with a weapon. You're, he your had armed robbery. He had. Yeah. A, that's what he got aggravated. Aggravated armed robbery um, with a kidnapping specification. <laughs> And got 25 years. Did he get his coat 20, back? 25 years in a day is what he got. Did he get his coat back? I do not think he got his coat back. Wouldn't it suck to get 25 years in a day and then you die the day you supposed the to The day out? before. Yeah. When they give you the 20, when you hear the day after, yeah. you know that you You're are like, not. Fuck, I still got four hours before I even start the fucking thing. Yeah, I well, you know, Duro Bag right over here. Mm-hmm. Guy I, I went to school with. And. and Smartest son bitch, one of the smartest son bitches in the school. Timmy, here's what he does. Him and a friend kidnap the owner of Duro, the owner's son of Duro Bag. Take him down to Indiana. Mm -hmm. Bad things happen in Indiana. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They keep calling, saying, you know, one our demands, whatever. These dumb son bitches keep going to the same phone booth to make the calls. Now, this was a guy who was like, you would never expect him to commit a crime. His dad was like a fire captain, whatnot. Kidnapped, he caught him, got caught. Thirty years. I was yeah. thinking of all the things I didn't miss while I was out. <clears throat> Chuck stories. <laughs> it's right up there. I bet. So anyway, um, now I'll tell you a story about 
No. Oklahoma, Timmy. This no, 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 no. Let's talk about the Burger so Chef. So we're not going to do we're my talking, story? We're not we're done with this one yet. We're talking about Burger Chef still. Okay, Burger Chef. Okay, uh, for the next few weeks, Speedway and Indianapolis police chased every lead they could find. Did anyone question Jeff? But they came Hell up no. empty. That's a good question. Of course they, did, they didn't. They did a cavity search on Jeff. Of course. Well, probably not. <laughs> that was Burger Chef doing the cavity search <laughs> yeah, on him. They just figured it was odd. Now, they offered a $25,000 reward to Indianapolis Star, the city's leading newspaper, set up a Crime Stoppers type thing where you could call on tips anonymously. And, Brandy's uh, going to fall asleep through this so before we get into this podcast. <laughs> and police received many so fruitless long. leads. Now, the big theory was that they'd been kidnapped during a botch robbery, possibly after one of the victims recognized one of the perps. Oh. One of the victims, perps was my own word. I like that, Brian. I like that, Colonel. Yeah. One of the victims, Ruth Ellen Shelton, had recently transferred from another Burger Chef location in Speedway. Police believe she she may have known one of the suspects when working at the other location. Now, police believe that at least two men were involved... And possibly as many as five. Jesus Damn. Christ, would they storm out <laughs> like fucking... Damn, man, you have to split yeah, the Navy the SEALs? What they, I mean, they, did they drive off in a goddamn school bus? I mean, what, what is... <laughs> what is <laughs> what's like what, $112 each? Yeah, <laughs> and weren't they in a Vega? Could, yeah, I mean... <laughs> couldn't one of them take the coins? <laughs> right, something. How in the hell are you going to get five people? They didn't wrong? even rob the people... They didn't even rob the people they kidnapped. Yeah. Now... A 16, that's a, you know, that's just not, you know, that's just not doing your job. Planning. It's a lack of professionalism. Yeah. It gives, really, it gives all abductors and murderers a bad name. It really does. That's, that's sloppy, I guess. But, now, a 16-year-old eyewitness saw two suspicious men in a car outside the Burger Chef just before closing on the night of the murders. Now, the thing about a 16-year-old that sees two suspicious men in a car, if he's on the devil's lettuce... Mm. Everybody's suspicious. So you think he was smoking the old wacky weed? If he was 16 in Indianapolis, you know he was. That's how you get through life there. You know, ecosexuals have sex with the earth. Mm-hmm. They, they call it uh, dirt knocking, Timmy. Mm. Does the earth ever say no? <laughs> no means no. <laughs> ecosexuals? Hey, no, you have, to, you have to have consent. And I don't know how you can uh, the Earth consents. It's implied consent. Yeah, I don't think, yeah. I don't think it's implied. Well, it doesn't say no. Yeah, doesn't say yes either. Well, it, can you just go up and grope someone because they don't say no? Don't no. answer that. It depends, <laughs> it depends on who you are. Continue, yeah. continue with the story. Depends on if you're running for president. <laughs> continue with the story. <laughs> now, this guy, this 16 year old, said both were running for. Uh, both men were white and in their 30s. One man had a beard. The other one was clean-shaven with light-colored hair. The police came in, did clay models of the suspect's head, but oh, really models. it just looked like those uh, raisin guys, you know, the raisins. So they're doing like uh, the uh, Lionel Richie video. Hello, yeah. Right? With the, yeah. Yeah, they're doing clay that? and they everything. They never look like the person. Mm-mm. Now, police received thousands of calls, interviewed hundreds of witnesses. Now, in December, a man in a bar in Greenwood, Indiana, had bragged that he'd been involved in the killings. Police questioned him, and he passed a polygraph claiming not to have been involved, and officers weren't able to bring charges on other grounds. 
and he provided the names of others he suggested belonged to a fast food robbery gang. Oh, oh a gang. A who investigated like the apple dumpling gang. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they're knocking off burger chefs left, left and right. Yeah. There's only two in the town. How many times are you going to rob this wow. bitch? People get suspicious. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like, you know how McDonald's had... Burger Burger Chef had over over two million robbed. Yeah, you know, instead of two million served. Now, while following up on these leads in Franklin, Timmy officers spotted a man who bore a strong resemblance to the bearded man composite. Yeah. Not a bearded man. They dragged him in for a lineup. The man shaved his beard. That's just fucked up. Then it couldn't be him. <laughs> they, bring, they bring this guy in, the, in for a, a lineup, and he shaves his fucking beard. Yeah, now, you which know, he'd had for five years. It, if you were if you were the police, wouldn't you like maybe mention that? Like, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't don't no don't show up beard. in blackface <laughs> or shave your beard. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah don't get a nose ring or nothing like that. God. Now, a neighbor of his who had not been spotted by the original witness, but who had been named by the Greenwood suspect, subsequently went to prison for strong-arm robberies committed with a shotgun. Yeah, so these guys probably were the ones who did it, but they could never, they could never get evidence on them. Now, another associate named by the Greenwood suspect, uh, who fitted, <laughs> Timmy's words, who fitted the descriptions of the fair head man. Yes. <laughs> Also, subsequently was in prison for other armed robberies of fast food restaurants. So shall we recap, devil? Please. Uh, We got uh, suspects, a 16-year-old kid on the devil's weed, uh, picks out two guys, they drag him in, the guy shaves his beard. They still don't know how he did it. Okay. Now, without confessions, do, do you know what the number one song in America was on November seventeenth, nineteen seventy-eight? American Pie. No. Um, nineteen seventy-eight. Like oh, hold on, hold on. That was nineteen seventy-nine. I was in eighth grade. I love the nightlife. I um, love the boogie. It was an air supply song. Nope. Um, MacArthur Park with uh, is melting in the dark. Don't sing, Carl. No singing. No singing. Come on, finish up the story. All right. If you want to do your story, you need you to bring finish up McGrath Park. I didn't say singing. I was just giving throwing in a little, little factoid. Um, Trivia. Now, without confessions, despite the offers of plea deals to any suspects who not directly responsible for the killings, <laughs> and without any direct physical evidence of involvement of the suspects in the murders, the police were not able to elicit an arrest. Yeah, they didn't have any physical evidence against these guys, but well, of course they, they cleaned everything. They didn't yeah, even exactly. shake down the place. They, the the, the morning, morning shift must have been very thorough in there. I see, and I'm calling bullshit. There's just no way. Now, at the time, there was some speculation that the murders were tied to other crimes which had shocked the town over the preceding months, such as the murder of Julius Cyphers. And the Speedway bombings. Now, I'm going to tell you about the Speedway bombings right here, Timmy. Okay. There were a series of eight random bombings that occurred between September 1 and September 6, just five days in Speedway, Indiana. Okay, this is a couple months before the yeah. Burger Chef murder. There was never a clear connection between the murders and the bombings. So why are we talking about And it? the bombings only injured two people. No motive, no motive ever emerged for the bombings. And law enforcement had no idea why they had stopped. 
Shortly afterward, federal agents arrested 27-year-old Brett Kimberlin for attempting to illegally obtain United States government credentials. It was later discovered that he had murdered his girlfriend's mother, and police believed he was trying to distract attention away from the murder with a series of bombings. Now, that's a good that's a good ploy, Timmy. That's kind of like the Tylenol murders. Yeah. We mentioned that before in our last podcast, or a couple of podcasts ago. But there was no evidence connecting him to the Burger Chef murders. It's just coincidence happened around the same time. Now, investigators continued to follow leads relating to suspects as widely as Milwaukee, Chicago, Dallas, and Cincinnati, Timmy. Really? All the way to Cincinnati. They came all the way here. Could not did. find anything. However, they were not able to find any promising leads, the handle of the knife, the chain, nothing. They couldn't come up with nothing. They couldn't. Seems like these guys couldn't find their ass with a GPS and a candle. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. All right. But, uh, oh, you got a big bruise on your arm there, Devil. Yeah, I got a couple. Um, so nobody made any uh, reliable confessions. Now, a couple years later... The, the two people they suspected, the deaths of the Greenwood suspect from an apparent suicide and the death of the bearded, unbearded, now bearded again suspect. Oh, there we go. From an apparent heart attack, respectively, came suspiciously close after the release of the armed, of the armed robber named by the suspect from the Greenwood bar. So, to recap... Mm-hmm. The, the two guys, the two leading suspects die suspiciously. The guy that was in prison and said, I know who did it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when he got out, these two killed themselves. Mm-hmm. One had a heart attack, one killed himself. Mm-hmm. Now, a few prison inmates claimed to know something, but they said, but nothing panned out. Now, jump forward 20 years to 1996. I was 35. Okay. I was married. You do math in your head like, like the Rain Man, Timmy. Thank you. In 1996, an Indiana state inmate named Donald Ray Forrester, another guy with a middle name, Mm -hmm. Ray, he confessed to the murders. Mm -hmm. At the time, he was serving a 95-year sentence for rape. Now, that's a rape sentence, devil. Finally. 95 years. Finally. What are you fucking around with that guy? No. You must not have went to Stanford. (laughs) Exactly. Well, clearly he wasn't an athlete. Mm. Now, police believe his confession was fake because he didn't even know the facts of the case and failed a polygraph test. The restaurant remained open, and in 1982 was bought out by Hardee's. That's when my favorite sandwich, the Mushroom and Swiss Burger, came out. I don't know that Hardee's actually used actual meat, but it tasted good, whatever it, it was. Now, the store eventually became a CarQuest Auto Parts, so you could no longer get... Uh, you, you had to special order your, your Swiss mm-hmm. and Mushroom and now Burger. it's an auto parts store, yeah. is what you're saying. Okay. And then it became an appliance store. Oh. Now it's an appliance store. Yeah. The field where the bodies were found is now the Timber Heights subdivision. And despite hours and hours of police investigation, as well as Burger Chef offering a reward of $25,000 to anyone who could capture the murderers or provide information as to their whereabouts, the attackers were never persecuted, prosecuted, or put in jail. Yeah. The case remains officially unsolved. Now, Indiana State Police continue to hold the case open and have reportedly investigated the possible use of new DNA tracing techniques developed since the initial investigations. The clay busts of the suspects are still at State Police headquarters. 
a reminder to me of this unsolved heinous crime. I saw the uh, one of the local TV stations did an interview. On, I guess it was the 35th anniversary, so it was a couple years ago of the crime, and they interviewed the uh, chief of police there, and he 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 insists that they are still an active case and they're still following leads on it, even though it's been now 38 years. I think it's probably the two guys that did. Yeah, the two guys that the that they saw <clears throat> that were seen in the parking lot prior to the to the robbery. Okay, now, that's a sad have a uh, now I got I I do have one special shout out I got to do Timmy. Well, let me go first before we do that. Let me go around and uh, ask Brandy her final thoughts <coughs> on this story. Let's wrap this story up before we get into your your stupid story. Brandy, any final thoughts on the Burger Chef murders? Yeah, it was it was a tragedy. Do you? Uh, I feel police ineptitude has let this person just go free. So you thought being brought to justice? Okay. Do you think it will ever be solved? No. Okay. Colonel, your final thoughts on the Burger Chef Well, my, my, my profile of these two killers, there was two. Uh, there was dr- drifters, uh, probably hobos. Gandy dancers. Um, no, not gandy dancers. Gandy dancers got real jobs on the railroad. All right. Okay, so. There's people, the, the consensus is people like my pink shirt. I, I like it, too. Okay. Yeah. Um there was uh, there's two of them drifters. Mm-hmm. Um, there was white males between the ages of 22 and 45. Um, one had a beard, one didn't. Okay. And uh, are you just re- recapping the whole story? No, that's just my thoughts on it. All right, thank you, Colonel. So you have no really in, any, any insight to do. It's a horrible thing. I mean, it's just a, a horrible, horrible yeah, thing. Just, I mean, it feels bad. And it the, worries uh, me the, because you know this. I, the, the mother of uh, of the assistant manager. Uh, the girl that they found, the the, the one that had the Vega, she just died recently, um, and she wanted, she was hoping to find, you know, that they found the person who did it prior to her death. But uh, yeah, that was nowhere in my Jane script. Jane Fredette. I, I don't. Know. I know because you didn't do any research on this. You, on the other hand, did research on a stupid story. I'd like to do a special shout out to somebody, Timmy. Okay. I would like to do a special shout out to Brad Dave Brad Davis of Oklahoma. Okay, that's a whole state. Do Oklahoma. We a, uh, do we have a town or city? I do not. Shawnee, Oklahoma. And I didn't even Shawnee, this not even my fucking story and I know that. Now he's a former Marine. All right. Okay. All right. Now he comes home one night. Now him his mama is involved This is with a this. different story we're doing right his now. His mama's involved with a he can make this into a twenty minute thing, I that know. little half page. A man named Denver Sinclair. That was his father in law. Well, stepfather in law. Okay, stepfather in law. Sorry. And Mr. Davis is a former Marine. He comes home, and, and Mr. Sinclair is acting a fool, calling him and his mama worthless, Timmy. Uh, well, maybe they were. Well, Mr. Davis decides to teach Mr. St. Clair, Denver, those are, fight, those are fighting words. They is fighting words. Mm-hmm. So he grabs a hold of Mr. Davis's underwear Pulls them over his head. He gives oh him what is known as the atomic wedgie, Timmy. Oh, my goodness. Where you Not un- the atomic wedgie. Where your underwear come all the way up over your head. That's he gave him the atomic wedgie. Actually, he gave him the, the uh, nuclear wedgie because it came over the top of his head. And, his, of course, the elastic broke. 
<clears throat> and See, there's some things you can't apologize for. <laughs> yeah. The Elastic Tour, mm-hmm. and it got caught around Mr. De- Mr. St. Clair's neck, the stepfather. Mm-hmm. And after he had given him the atomic wedgie, he knocked his stepfather out, Timmy. And then he threw him in a chair, took some cell phone pictures of him, and uh, went about his business. Now, what, what year did this happen? Um, this happened in 2013, Timmy. Okay. In a trailer park in Oklahoma. Okay. And unfortunately, the elastic, he must have had the good kind of underwear where it's got the nice tight elastic on it, Timmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The elastic. Not the kind you get at Target. No. The elastic strangled him. Okay. From the atomic wedgie. So this man... He became the atomic wedgie murderer. He became the atomic wedgie murderer. Now, his lawyer said, I don't think it was even foreseeable to him. When he was interviewed that night, he said, man, I did a horrible thing giving him that wedgie. He didn't really even know the guy died. Of course, they lived in their neighboring trailers. Now, the suspect said, you know, calling him and his mother worthless sparked a whole entire ugly fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the judge was not so sympathetic to all the cell phone pictures they saw of the wedged man in a chair. So he was trying to he was trying to humiliate him, mm-hmm. basically. Mr. Davis got thirty years in prison. Yeah, this is a true story. The atomic, atom- Brad it, Davis, thirty years in jail for giving his stepfather the atomic wedgie, Timmy. The atomic wedgie killer. The atomic wedgie killer. Yeah. Well, we that, you know, there's some ugly ways to go, but a wedgie, man, that's like one like the anal cancer. Because, yeah. you know, you... you it's kind of worse than the anal That was a fascinating story. You're all up in the dirty flower when you're giving an atomic wedgie. Ugh. You know that. Yeah. And it's probably even worse for women. I don't now, know. Now, so I want you to picture these two worlds, Brandy. One in which our current world that we live happily in, which I do the research and I pick out the stories... <laughs> And how fascinating they are. <laughs> and then an alternate universe <laughs> where... What, my toddlers? <laughs> yes. Where the colonel would pick out the stories and do the research, and you get the atomic wedgie killer. So, I think our story... Uh, now, I would like to... If, if that story interests you, could you say something on the page? Because I got ideas and stuff, and Timmy treats me like I'm just another pretty face. Um, like a talking head. Yeah. Like, I ain't got no brains whatsoever to me. Yeah. Well, that, and, was, a, uh, that was certainly a fascinating story, Colonel. Um, Brandy, do you have any shout-outs? Um, well, I want to thank everybody for the well wishes and, um, you know, thank Thank everybody for that. Everybody's been very, very kind. And Everyone on our Facebook page. They have. They've been very, very kind. And, and I appreciate it because there were some days there when I wasn't feeling very well. And I know I would. I said I would post things when I was high, but evidently when you're under for two hours as opposed to 45 minutes, you tend to process your anesthesia a little bit different. Well, when you, you did that one post, you looked pretty stoned. Yeah, well. video. Yeah, and that was, well, that was days later. Like, mm-hmm. it took me a while to wake up from surgery, and then I just, I didn't get Wi-Fi in the hospital, and I didn't do anything, so, but. What kind of hospital was you at that didn't have Wi-Fi? 
I don't know. It wouldn't well, let me get on you Facebook. You had this done at the free clinic or no, something? No, it wouldn't let me get on Facebook. And I didn't, hospital. <laughs> and I didn't have the... Was you at the vet's office when they did this? <laughs> no, fuck you guys. I didn't have the wherewithal to ask anybody what the hell can I get on Facebook for because they kept, they kept giving me the lauded. She, she sends me a text that says, I, I can't get Facebook they, enough. She sent me one that said, they don't have Facebook <laughs> in the hospital. Yeah, exactly. I don't have Facebook. Okay, well, then, there you go. And it was like at 12 or yeah. something. Yeah, they don't have Facebook. I didn't even respond. I was like, okay. I just said, ask for some Jello. You know, they don't actually have Facebook there. It's out on the internet. The internet's well. Well, we're glad you're feeling better, and we're glad you're back. And I'm sure everyone on our Facebook page, Sister Dweeb's podcast group, is also very happy that you're back. Thank you. uh, Because the Colonel and I, you know, we've been doing some high level. We've been some really in depth. Um, you know, it's sort of like uh, listen to William F. Buckley when we we talking. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Buckley Gord, uh, yeah, Gord Vidal, Vidal yeah, debate. It, yeah, and it wasn't like that. It's, it's not like that at um, all. It's very high level. And, nope. and I don't think the listeners wanted to come out and say, "Hey, wow, that's a good show without Brandy." Yeah, they you know because they, 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 they knew it would hurt her feelings, and we got very kind, very gentle listeners. Oh. Um, That's hurtful. No, I mean, just, you know, because a couple people were like, wow, you know, that was really, really probably a difficult podcast to do. You guys must have a deep understanding of history. You you remember those Mm -hmm. comments on the page? Yeah, there was all kind of comments. All kind of comments. Yeah, Yeah, got a bunch of likes and stuff. I count them all. And, uh, so, but you know, it's a lot on Twitter. You probably don't. Uh, you probably don't. Yeah, you don't Twitter. follow. You don't twit. Yeah. You don't twat like yeah. you should. Yeah, you should twat more. And uh, so we, uh, but we decided to dumb it down again today. Yeah. Um, for you. Yeah. Because we're glad to have you back. It's it's nice to see your your scowling face over there. Um, yeah. For one, you know, and and, and then yesterday I didn't have I had. I had a twenty dollar bill and I had seventy five cents. And where do I usually come when I need fifty cents? Me. And you wasn't here. I was not. I did not get a soda. So I'm sorry. Well, I saved Renee your life. doesn't give you soda change in the morning. Huh? And take his money. <laughs> Bully takes his money. <laughs> Renee takes the money. I had a twenty dollar bill <laughs> and I had seventy five cents. But sodas in the machine are a dollar twenty five. Yeah, they went up since nineteen seventy four. I know. Yeah, they was cheap to, back then. You need to explain that to Renee. Well, you know what? It's been Renee, inflation. Renee has me uh, on a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, she gives me some spending money and. My basically my allowance is what she well, calls it. Yeah, that's a good thing. So, Colonel, we have shout outs. We got tons of shout outs, right, Timmy. Well, we start every shout out, of course, with the lovely lovely, the wonderful Tasha. Tasha out there in California. How you doing, Tasha? Um, and we got let's see, we got the Heathers. Heather, Heather Poole, Heather Hall. Yes. We got Mary Ray. Mary Ray in upstate New York. Okay. I say Katie. Perry. You say? I said Perry. I said Perry, too. No. Did I tell you, have I told you a story that I had a friend who knew Katie Perry, and I was trying to get her to have Katie Perry text me, and she said she would, and it's never happened. She didn't, did she? No. Son of a bitch. Okay, so here's, no, here's what we do to call and response section. I say Katie. You say Moorhead. Katie. Okay. Morehead. 
Katie. Moorhead. All right. Okay. That's, again, that's not a request. That's just a shout-out. Right. Um, Christine Bourgeois. Yes. I'm so glad Katie joined our group. It's <laughs> I like Christine Bourgeois. Christine well. is Christine's very funny. Jeff Appel. Hey, Jeff. Brandy with an eye, the legitimate softball playing lesbian, mm-hmm. McBride. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brandy. Maggie Glover. Lydia, of course. Bond. Jean mm-hmm. Bond. Tara V. Yes. Sunstar. Mm-hmm. Gabby Lewis, mm-hmm. Laura O'Reilly, and Jamie T. Of course, we always got Sydney and Michael we want to say hi to. And Wonder. And Wonder, Stephanie Quick, and Trixie. Um, Gina Spillane. Um, let's see who we got out over here. We got William Tro, Denny Mack, Byron Snellings. Bridget Clavy. Now, did Bridget? Bridget, I think is is having a hard. Am I wrong? I yeah. believe Bridget posted she. Her, it was a year anniversary that she lost her mother. Oh, I'm sorry, Bridget. If that was Bridget's Bridget, very Bridget kind. Her, she's uh, one of our uh, one yeah of our sponsors. So I hope you're feeling better and hope you hope you. Yeah. Um, Sandy September. Uh, Mon- Monica D. Monica D. Augustina. Hey, Monica. Uh, Katja. Gotcha, how you doing? Gotcha. Um, Fallon. Fallon, you know, Fallon's a funny little girl. I like Fallon. She and and forgive me for calling you little girls, but you know what? If you, I got well, you're very 22-year-old old boys, and if you're roughly that age, you're a little girl to me. You're very old. He's almost dead. I am dead. very old. He's almost dead. <laughs> Damn near dead. Olivia Meyer. Hi, Olivia. Brian and Lisa, of course. Lawton. Yes. Um, Donna Coran. Aaron Wentz, Phyllis Munson, and Col- Colton, of course. Um, I like to just cover all the Trowbridges. Just a shout-out to the whole Trowbridge clan. Chanda and Larry. And Larry, you're, you're a sweet guy. And, you know, you always you always get his name right, but I just call him Tommy Boom Boom. Tommy Boomer Shine. Yep. Good guy. Teresa Slavin, Jeff Chestnut, and Celine. We got Britt and Chris. Missy Horton, Jennifer and Linda, of course. Um, let's see. Do we have Sam Hildebrand, Jeff Girdley? Rebecca Montanle. Rebecca. <laughs> Mike Eisenhower. Danielle Fredrickson. Andy Sparaccio. Valerio Bishop. Nancy Palomino. Hey, Nancy. Kimberly Kamikaze. Jennifer Hawkins. And Tara Nee Chan 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 I don't even know what you're doing. Yeah, Chan I, I stopped listening. Like, what are those little dog, tiny dogs? Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas. Yeah. Tara Nee Chan Chihuahua. Yeah, you might. She's wanna, from Ireland, and she's from Ireland, so I don't know what that. You might want to get some clarification from her how to pronounce. Yeah, Tara, help me out on that one. But for now, you're Tara Nee. Uh, Lindsay O'Brien McMillan. Um, Sunyana, Adanki, Eddie Rushing, Yohama, Sammy James, uh, Jason Dykes, of course, Amy Payne, Tyra Jenkins, some new ones, Timmy. We got Annette Pitre. Are these our latest ones? Yeah. Okay. Steph Glenn, uh, Naloy Khan. Don't get her mad, Timmy. 
Why? Neloi Khan, you do not want to suffer the wrath of Khan, Timmy. <laughs> I know I know I <clears throat> She's not a new one, but I'm gonna throw her in here anyway. Christine Montana, um, Maria Barber, Jennifer Potts, Cindy Overstreet Hamilton, um, Paul Mampilli, Mike Arnold, Melissa Lubrano, Brittany Powell. And, of course, now we get down to the Colonel's Corner. Did you get Stephanie Glenn? Yeah. And Melissa? Stephanie Glenn and... Yeah. Okay. I did. Okay, cool. Um, Maria Barber, did you say Maria? I did. Okay. Do you listen to me at all when no, I... No, no, but you know who just recently joined our page? Who's that? Your daughter. Yeah, Sarah. She just wanted to mess with me. Hi, Sarah. I hope you're listening. Does oh, she it's listen? it's all about you. It is all about me. All about you. Sarah is... I, I follow her. She's really funny. Well, she's she's a pain in the ass, but she's does one she of my listen kids. to the uh, podcast? Sometimes she does, yeah. Um, now we got the colonels, the colonels crew. Did you say Jeff Chestnut? Did I not? I should have got Jeff Chestnut. Okay, uh, all right. Maybe you did. I don't know. And Tiffany. Tiffany. Tiffany's over here in the colonels. Crew. Okay, go go ahead. So we got a. Uh, let's see, Jeff Chestnut. Let me get him. Angie Ball, mm-hmm. Nicola, Lucera Mimosa, Jennifer Burdick, who got the glittery poo now, Timmy. Did you see that on no. your page? No, wants the glittery poo. Oh, it's yeah. a, a pill you take that makes your poo yeah. glitter. Glittery, yeah. All that glitters is not gold. Um, no. <clears throat> Francis Doughton, um, Jessica Williams. Haven't heard from Jessica in a while. I hope you're doing okay. Amanda Bocci Ball. Um, of course, Tiffany. Tiffany's very wrapped up in her son's football season, right? Very busy a great with that. Year, yes. He's having a yeah. He was named Player of the Week last year, awesome. last week. Um, let's see, who do I got? Karen Barnes. You know, Karen Barnes and I have been messing each other during the World Series. Oh yeah, because she's a big Indians fan, uh, and I put my anti Cubs rant up there. And she she apparently works weird hours at times, so I'll shoot her a score over and say, hey, you watching the game? And we've been a little disappointed here lately. Um, I did get Sarah Mimosa, mm-hmm. um, Amanda Bocci Ball, um, Nicola, and, of course, Shannon, my legal representative. Rep- not my legal. She's my accountant. Mm-hmm. Nicola is my legal one. Right. And Nicola has... Uh, there's a big scandal with some emails that Nicola, I guess the IRS asked for some emails. Yeah, Shannon was trying to the FBI involved. get the books. Is yeah. Comey involved in this? Huh? Is uh, Director Comey involved? Yeah. Don't worry, he'll make a uh, he'll have a press conference about it soon enough. Yes. Well, yeah, and it's just all bogus. I mean, people lose emails. You know, I, so Nicola. <clears throat> Nicola didn't lose the emails. She actually deleted them all because she didn't want the IRS reading them, but. But anyway. How about Angie's song? Did you say hi to Angie? I, yeah, I got it. I know I got Angie. Okay. Can't miss Angie. Okay. What do you think's wrong with Angie? I don't think anything is wrong with Oh, yeah. She, the, she, the she got some kind of psychological disturbance. She well, they not. all do, honey. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure. They, they listen to you ramble. Everybody for, in this for, room. Right. 30 minutes. What else you got, Colonel? Who else? That's it, Timmy. I got them all. Well, you got two other ones you always have to say. And I got my final two. Um, I got Lady Beverly, you know, and Sully. And, 
you know what, Lady Beverly, and Lady Beverly has an unbelievably talented, we talked, I talked about her daughter, but she's got an unbelievably talented husband, Graham. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he he uh, started his, he's a photographer too, so he started his web, his Facebook page, a photography page. Yeah, I, I, I like, like that. It. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. I checked it out. It's really cool. And then, of course, we got... And I don't even have to say a name. If you're talking history dweebs, you are talking Dottie Scott, Timmy. Yes, my mom. And uh, when is Casey going to join us again? Uh, well, I'm not sure. Probably when I come back full time and we get sort of, you know, settled back settled in, in again. In. Yeah. Jennifer Burdick posted a picture of her costume for Halloween. It's really cool. Well, she posted. You know what? She posted that on her page, and I, I asked her. I said, "Jennifer, can I t- copy this and post it over?" Mm-hmm. Because she just looked like a cat. She She's looked cute. A really, yeah. she a cute girl. Good, good cat. And she said, "Sure." I just okay. got the Halloween makeup scrubbed off my face yesterday. It finally came off. What did oh, you? Did, it? did you go for Halloween? Yeah, I took Noah out. Okay. Yeah. Did well, you dress I up? Said, yes, I saw Noah. A golfing cart. I in a could golf not cart. believe. What the hell? Noah's like six foot tall now. I see he's a little swat. He had a little swat outfit on. Yeah. The, some the little kid comes up to damn. Did he get pixie sticks? I don't think he got any big pixie sticks. Okay. Did he get a? He, he made a, good a hole. Yeah, he made okay. a haul. Of course, he won't eat any of it except M and M's. So my husband's making his way through it. Oh, okay. As I sit and watch him and scowl at him. And yeah, that's what I miss. Is the kids getting candy so you can eat it? Yeah, because you, you used to be able to. I mean, you'd be like, "Hey, man, I'll give you a, I'll give." No, Noah was a Jedi, right? No, no, no he, was, he was a SWAT. This guy. year he was a oh, SWAT guy. Oh, okay, well, you must have posted a picture. That was, of it. Yeah, that was a memory. And the me- look at the memory because you posted him roughly at about the same time. Mm-hmm. Look at the memory Compare of him. Noah as a Jedi, and look at the picture of him Noah's as a SWAT. Very tall. And he's gotten a head he's, and a half taller than he was before. He's very tall. And he's so, very solid. Mm-hmm. He's so he's a uh, chicken fries and we fries. will have to have him on the podcast one day. Well, I'm sure he would love it. He wants to come in to work with me so bad. We will have him on the podcast. I'm sure his uh, ramblings gonna be worse than you know who. No, I feel confident that that it would it may elevate the show. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, I'm sure it's gonna raise the standards. I mean, <laughs> so Brandy, where can people find us? Well, they can find us clearly on Facebook. Yeah, History Dweeves, the podcast group, asked to join. Uh, most of the people we talk about here are members of that group. I want to give a shout-out to Fat Boy Gardner as well. Oh, Fat Boy, yeah. And um, did we say Karen Barnes? Hmm? Did you mention Karen Barnes as well? They're did all, I say that we they follow Karen us on Barnes Twitter and I text each other during uh, the World Series? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I stand corrected. But Fat Boy Gardner, he follows us on Twitter, so he's a good guy. Okay. Uh, well, we weren't talking about Twitter yet, but okay, Twitter. Twitter, you can find us at HistoryDweebs1. Uh, the Colonel is now on Twitter. Hawk Walters? Hawk Waters, at Hawk Walters. Do you Hawk tweet? Walters. I, I, I don't really get the whole Twitter thing, but I do. He's no Donald Trump. Yeah, well, I think is. I got like 20 followers or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Uh, you can also find us on the iTunes. Yes. Please leave us a review. Uh, we got a very nice review um, recently. Um, let me see our last review so that we give them a... It, they gave us five stars. It was a very, very nice Steve review. Steve Miller. Did you say Steve Miller? No. I need Steve to put Steve Miller, Miller. down here. Steve. I give a shout out to Steve Miller. He's my cousin. He's awesome. 
Well, he is, and he, I like that song about the uh, Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Yes. N.H. Rohde uh, left us a very nice review on iTunes. Thank you, N.H. We appreciate it. Um, so you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. We have two pages, History Dweebs and History Dweebs, the podcast. Um, you can find us on... Lipson and... Stitcher? Stitcher. Stitcher. And Hawk Walters, somebody give me some pity follows. I, I, <laughs> my kids are making fun of me because I got 20 followers. I okay. don't know how to use Twitter. Okay, so if you're on Twitter, follow his, at History Dweebs one and Hawk Walters. Um, that's going to do it for our show. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you all again next time on History Dweebs. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Good day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.